Welcome to the Compliance Perspectives Podcast. I'm Adam Turtletow from the Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics and Healthcare Compliance Association. Joining us today from Chicago is Heidi Olinger. Heidi is Senior Advisor at Barker Gilmore and a former member of the SCC Advisory Board. First, Heidi, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Oh, thank you for having me, Adam. I really appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure, our pleasure. And today we're going to be talking uh, about the role of compliance people on the board and as board members. When uh, Haiti and I bumped into each other at the Compliance and Ethics Institute, she had mentioned that she was on the board of two publicly traded companies, uh, which was very interesting and, and, and encouraging to hear that there's more compliance people on boards. Now, Haiti, let me ask you, there's a strong argument to have more compliance people sitting on boards, and many senior experienced compliance professionals would like to do so, yet we still don't see it happening very much. You, though, have made it onto the boards, as I said, of two public companies. Is there, to borrow a term from your former employer, a secret sauce? Um, how did it happen for you? That's a great question, Adam. And frankly, I think there definitely should be more. Uh, compliance professionals on boards, and I'm sorry that it's not happening as frequent. But after I left McDonald's Corporation, I want—I knew I wanted to serve on a board, but I wasn't sure how to go about it. I joined a couple of organizations that specialize in in providing members with board recruitment opp opportunities. I'm sure many of people know which ones those are, but frankly, I didn't find them helpful for me. Uh, most of the recruitment opportunities they—they uh, they offered had you know, they were looking for chief executive officers, financial officers, marketing officers. Um, and I didn't see too many looking for chief compliance officers as a, as a desired qualification. So, you know, I decided I wanted to do something in compliance anyway, because it was, it was a, a love of mine at, during my career. And about the same time, Barker Gilmore was starting an advisory firm consisting of former GCs and chief compliance officers, uh, frankly, to supplement their recruiting business. Uh, I joined the group as an advisor and was able to network with former GCs from large companies, some of which were already serving on boards. One of those GCs met the CEO of my first public company, and she recommended he contact me. Appar apparently during a conversation they were having, uh, they were he was looking for someone with quick service restaurant experience and Lucky me, I fit that bill. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I actually ended up on my second board because one of the board members on my first board is also the CEO of a restaurant company. And when he decided to increase his board, he asked me to join to join it. Um, you know, I find that uh, the best way to do to be on boards, though, after these two experiences for me was networking. Uh, I really feel that people need to network with individuals, more importantly, who are on boards, but just individuals who are business people who have access to, uh, to boards and to, uh, to managements at different companies. Um, that it's easy, there are recruiting organizations, but I found that to be the easiest for me. Well, and networking always is a great advantage to have, you know, no, the more people you know, the better, but I think what's interesting here is there's a subtle point in that even though your background's compliance, don't forget you understand the business and industry for the companies that you worked with, and that can be an asset to others too. Now, exactly. 
As a compliance leader, you had experience with the board. I imagine, though, that once you sat on the board, you gained a very different perspective on the board and its work. What were some of your biggest surprises? Well, frankly, yes, I had experience with the board, but there were surprises when uh, I, be, I, say I, I received a board seat because your perspective will change. There were so many, the companies right today have so many challenges affecting them. You know, COVID was one a few years back, it still is, but frankly, things recently such as, you know, inflation, labor shortages, that product part shortages, compliance matters are always uh, continuing to be issues, security, especially um, IT security, and businesses need you, businesses need you to step in right away and contribute your expertise. New board members like me don't have the luxury of trying to get the lay of the land. And I, I had hoped that I would be able to sit back and listen and learn, but frankly, I had to jump right in. So that was a surprise. And another thing is, while it shouldn't have been a surprise, what you just said recent, what you just said was important. I did find it difficult to shift my mindset from an executive who was used to implementing policies and practices to one who now oversees the strategies and provides the oversight of the company. It's a different level for sure. And being in, in the new role, I find it difficult to, because I wanted to jump right in as I did when I was at McDonald's and an executive there trying to, to get into the weeds. And that's not where you belong, obviously, when you're on the board. It's a very good admonition there, um, both for people considering becoming a board member, but also when you're meeting with the board, realizing that there's only so deep into the weeds they want to go. So what should a chief compliance officer do to best prepare for her time with the board? You know, I know and and I know from personal experience and from the talking to compliance officers, uh, that they only have a few minutes with the board or a board committee when they present. So a few things come to mind, I think. It's fine to show numbers as it relates to employees taking training or certifying to the code of conduct. But as a board member, I really want the compliant, compliance officer to focus on the corporate risks. I want to know which ones are the highest risk and the likelihood and what is being done to mitigate those risks. I also want to hear what important compliance matters the compliance officer is anticipating in the future and, and what their plans are for putting together a compliance program to address them. You know, are you getting adequate resources? Uh, what do the investigations say about your culture? You know, and, and of course, corporate culture is a very important topic uh, that I want to hear about. Does management support compliance with the appropriate tone of the top messaging? And what is the compliance officer doing to help create a culture of compliance in the organization? Uh, there are so many topics that board members want to hear, but frankly, with the little mid time you have and, and the fact that they are fiduciaries res taking responsibility for many issues throughout the organization, I think these are some of the most important ones. So given those limitations, you know, how can a compliance officer get the most value out of their time in the room with the board? In addition to what I mentioned, I really feel that, that the compliance officer has to educate the board. Not everyone understands all of the compliance nuances that each organization may have. So I want to know, you know, what worries the compliance officer? And we want 
you to tell us what's important, what we should be worried about, what we should be seeing, what is happening in the organization that affects compliance and how are things being managed to mitigate any potential uh, future issues. And then when you're in a boardroom, listen to the board members' questions because I think at that point you can then anticipate what they're going to be worried about for future meetings and you know get ahead of the curve and start addressing those at the next board meeting. That's good advice to always try and get into the heads of other people and understand what their perspective is. And I, I think it is easy to lose track of that while you're trying to just communicate what you need to. So let's finally talk about the time between meetings. Are there any rules of thumb for contact then? Well, you know, compliance officers should definitely build relationships with the committee chair, the board chair and board members if possible. Some companies are, are really very good about having a free flow of communication between the compliance officer and the board. Uh, they may even invite the chief compliance officer to board dinners. I know I used to be invited at McDonald's to those dinners. Board members are happy to meet with employees. So if your company has not encouraged this type of interaction so far, I would ask someone about the possibility of meeting board members one-on-one, -on -one, either for coffee or lunch, uh, and specifically during board meetings when they're there anyway, when they come to the board meeting in, in your area, um, because it's important for you to get to know them and they really need to get to know you. Uh, it helps them get a, a personal perspective um, more about what they want to hear from you when you are in, when you are presenting to them. Uh, it's obviously if there's an important issue in the company that is not being addressed by management, despite your attempts to get their attention at any time, of course, a, a compliance officer should be should go directly to the board or committee chair. Um, it, it's a delicate balance. Some, some management don't want employees to, to meet with uh, the board, but board members I know are very open. And um, the more information and the more interaction you have with them, the easier it is to uh, anticipate what they want to hear and the easier it will be for you when you present to them. Well, and I would think also it's uh, the more time you spend with them, the more they see you as part of the leadership of the organization. And, you know, truthfully, compliance needs to be a part of the sweet suite, not just in name and title, but actually in fact. And I think that's probably a large part of it. Haiti, thank you. This was great. I really appreciate your sharing these insights with us. I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen. I'm Adam Turtletaub from SCC and HCCA. I hope we're able to expand your compliance perspective.